0: Hello all of you beautiful people, Jules here for WhatCulture.com And you know what, over the years there have been hundreds of video games that have been based on famous movies With the late 20th and 21st centuries giving us, well, a metric shed load of them And everyone knows that such projects can be rather hit and miss affairs And guess which ones we're taking a look at today As I'm Jules, this is WhatCulture.com And these are 8 movie video games that were epic fails Number 8. Rambo, the video game Now, it's astonishing to play Rambo the video game and believe that this came out the same year as Call of Duty Advanced Warfare. Titanfall, Destiny, Alien Isolation and Wolfenstein The New Order all took classic genres and IPs, breathing new life into them with fantastic settings, gameplay mechanics and stories that were worth seeing through to the credits. But Rambo was nowhere near the same tier in both design or execution. It plays like an on the rail shooter, which is an odd throwback to the Nintendo Wii slew of titles like Resident Evil Chronicles or House of the Dead. But Rambo didn't simply have the finesse in its controls that the Wii Remote titles enjoyed, and played at a stuttering pace. The mouse control is marginally better on PC, but that doesn't save it from being goddamn awful. What's worse is that the character models look like their upscaled PlayStation 2 graphics. No new dialogue was recorded for the game either, because the developer instead just bought the rights to the audio from the movies. So simply put, Rambo the video game had bad graphics, bad audio, and bad design all around. What a stinker. Number 7. Saw 2: Flesh and Blood since 2004, the Saw franchise has made just shy of about $1 billion at the box office. Spawning six sequels in as many years and a later reboot-slash-sequel Jigsaw in 2017, the video games from 2009 and 2010 took various elements from the films available at the time. Now, Konami wanted Saw to be its next Silent Hill, but uh, it definitely wasn't. Saw the video game acted as a bridge between the first two films and gave gamers the chance to explore an asylum full of Jigsaw traps environmental details were faithful to the sets of the films and creator james Wan was credited with helping develop the story and had input with the trap designs critical reception was pretty middling with flawed combat and puzzles that were fairly tiresome the sequel managed to take that combat system and make it worse. Heavy and light attacks were just gone completely, and instead players had to react to button prompts rather than with their own skill. This is a video game that didn't fail because it didn't capitalise on the first game, what it did was take a serviceable game and just diluted the appeal intensely. Number 6. Ghostbusters 2016 The Ghostbusters 2016 video game could have been something special. The earlier 2009 action-adventure was a labour of love, with the 2016 game being a twin-stick shooter that didn't even fit with the new vision of the then-new movie. Ghostbusters 09 had members of the original cast involved in what was essentially Ghostbusters 3, but the 2016 game just took the licence to cash in. There was no voice work from either the original movie cast, or even the 2016 reboot, just a bunch of nameless imitators tasked with keeping the city safe, while the real Ghostbusters were off on a more important mission. It looked and played like a mobile game, and the only notable feature was its soundtrack. Even the weapons weren't instantly recognisable. They're proton packs for sure, but one is a minigun, the other is a shotgun, and there's even one Ghostbuster dual-wielding. All of which misses the point of how the crew go about actually busting ghosts together. The saddest ending to this saga wasn't just that we were treated to a bad Ghostbusters game. The developer closed down just three days after the release of this title, filing for bankruptcy amidst other legal proceedings. Number 5. Star Trek 2013 Trekkies all over the world rejoiced when Star Trek the video game was announced. It wasn't just going to be a space combat title or a strategy play from the bridge title, it was going to be an action adventure in the style of Mass Effect with the kind of budget that was reserved for a Star Wars video game. Paramount also didn't farm out development to a third party, so hopes were pretty high for something faithful to the film. Produced across three years and using the original voice cast, the pieces were in place for a pretty solid title, but the resulting game was generic, buggy and uninspired. The animations when controlling Kirk or Spock were awkward, with jumping and going into cover being notable disasters. The script was also fairly cliche. The lip syncing was also mistimed, and the game held players' hands with obvious text or repetitive dialogue prompts. A co-op mode was there, but it made little difference whether you had a friend alongside or not. Attempts were made to vary gameplay with exploration, shooting, swimming, and even a little space combat, but as a game, it was average and generic all around. Simply put, this was nowhere near the overall quality of The pair of Star Trek films between 2009 and 2013, and sadly, there's been no sign of a sequel either. 4. Aliens Colonial Marines What is it about sci-fi movies that just don't translate well into video games? Alien Colonial Marines looked like a good shout, a modern first-person shooter offering an action combat experience in the start of the second movie. Early previews were pretty promising. And the game also apes the movie in the intro, pulling marines out of cryostasis, briefing them, then throwing them into a hostile environment. This time it's the USS Sulaco, who's sent to retrieve marines that have gone missing. But the problems begin to surface all over the bloody place. The first being the graphics look nowhere near as good as the competing games out there at the time. Second was the fact that the Xenomorph AI was so wonky it became more famous for memes than it did scares. Then suddenly you're fighting other human forces. I mean, sorry, have we just stepped back into a 1998 remake of Half-Life that's worse in every conceivable way? The game misses the point in so many ways, probably being a symptom of the four development studios that were cobbling this together. Love it or hate it, this was soon surpassed by the superior survival horror experience that was Alien Ice Isolation. Number three, Juon: The Grudge. So Juon: The Grudge was released on the Wii of all systems, subtitled Haunted House Simulator. It had just the kind of scares featured in a British fairground haunted house from three decades ago. In other words, pretty sh** ones. With no combat system, Juon was reliant on slow movement and slower jump scares. It also used the episodic format seen in the 2002 film. The environments and sound design were pretty effective, though the controls were basic at best. Players had to point to a direction and then hold the B trigger to step forward, and it was painfully, painfully slow, making a game more about exploring rather than playing or indeed surviving. Most critics slated this because they were expecting more of a survival horror and not just an interactive movie. It had very little pace and didn't do justice to the fear factory that was the original movies. And it's just such a shame because this feels like a huge wasted opportunity. Number 2. E.T. The Extraterrestrial. Do I really need to say why this is a huge disappointment? I mean just look at the burial man that this game has in real life. Talking about this game causes me to have Vietnam-style war flashbacks, so you know what? Next. And number one, Enter the Matrix. So The Matrix was the 1999 sci-fi blockbuster that basically put sci-fi back on the map. Enter The Matrix, though, was a critical failure of a video game that released alongside 2003's The Matrix Reloaded. The Wachowskis made no secret of the fact that they wanted a mega-franchise after the success of the first film. Moviegoers were told that books, comics, anime, animations and video games would be in development alongside the films. With Enter The Matrix, the audiences were promised an adventure that delved so deep into The Matrix itself that we would see live-action film scenes that were exclusive to this game. But in reality, this was only partly true, for roughly 45 minutes or so. Gamers were given a choppy action title featuring Niobe and Ghost, two characters with pretty fairly limited impact on The Matrix Reloaded. Most of the scenes that were filmed for the game only mirrored what was already happening in the film, so people looking for extra insight weren't getting much. Great as a marketing tie-in, but maybe not great besides offering fan service to Matrix diehards. The slow-motion combat dubbed Focus was pretty popular, basically because it ripped off Max Payne, but the environments, level layouts and enemies were so utterly generic that the game lacked any spark as a result.